This podcast is for general educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered medical, practice management, legal, investment, or other professional advice. No one should act or refrain from acting based on this podcast without obtaining appropriate professional advice. Our objective is to provide those back office or behind the curtain uh, functions well and in a manner that allows the physicians in the practice to do what they do best, do what they were trained to do, uh, which is care for patients and provide high quality um, uh, care and services. So the, the, the role of the administrators and the administrative staff of these independent practices is tremendously important. Welcome to Gastro Broadcast, presented by Gastrologics, your GI-specific group purchasing and business development partner. Gastro Broadcast features independent GI physicians and administrative leaders having conversations with their colleagues about issues that impact gastroenterology. But before we switch to that format, I have the honor of interviewing each of our hosts to learn more about their backgrounds and what inspires them about independent medicine. Today, we're talking with Kevin Harlan. He is president of PE Practice Solutions and the immediate past chief operating officer of Capital Digestive Care. Before joining Capital Digestive Care, Kevin was vice president of professional services at MedStar Washington Hospital. In his spare time, he is the executive director of the Digestive Health Physicians Association. He is president of the board of trustees of the Washington, D.C. and Virginia chapter of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And he is vice president of the board of directors of the Washington Regional Transplant Community. And those are just the highlights. I'm really not sure when Kevin sleeps. Let's get started and maybe we'll find out. Kevin, welcome to Gastro Broadcast. Thank you, Andy. It's a great pleasure to be here with you today. You have a, a master's of public health from the University of North Carolina. How did you get interested in public health? My interest in public health was very intentional. Um, and just um, so I entered graduate school in 1986. But prior to that, I had exposure to the healthcare field during my college years, uh, specifically related to various sports injuries. And my work-study program had me working in the uh, with the sports physicians and traveling with the teams, at the, working in the training room, and so forth. So I had this interest, uh, this exposure to the healthcare field in that regard. I remember notably a, a very interesting health sociology class I took in college. So when I graduated, I actually at that time thought very seriously about a post-baccalaureate pre-med program because I was not pre-med, but medicine was very, very interesting. To, um, I was very interested in medicine at that time. However, for various reasons, I didn't choose that path. But again, uh, being committed to healthcare, I was passionate about it. And I chose very specifically the University of North Carolina School of Public Health because in my mind, the public health approach provided a, a very holistic approach to um, to healthcare in general. These programs like Carolina's, uh, which was the program on administration and policy, provided all the requisite, quote, business type classes that one would get through an MBA program, but all within the uh, context of a healthcare focus including health law, health policy, and the traditional uh, disciplines of epidemiology and biostatistics. So I, I was very intentional in my choice in that regard because I felt it provide, would provide me a very broad, um, comprehensive view of the healthcare field in general. So I, I didn't know this when we started talking to our hosts, 
but you are the only one of our hosts who has experienced both in the hospital setting and in private practice, albeit, you know, as a, as an administrator, uh, tell me a little bit about the difference between being an administrator in the hospital and, you know, what got you involved in uh, GI private practice? Sure. Well, I've really enjoyed and, and, and got great um, gratification out of both of the environments. So let me talk first about the hospital environment. I had the wonderful opportunity out of graduate school to join the executive team of a hospital in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, and then on to, to Washington um, several years later. The hospital environment, both of those being academic medical centers, really provided a wonderful uh, environment of various levels of care, uh, levels of caregivers, um, certainly very important to the communities that they served. So in many respects, certainly very wonderful. Um, I then had the opportunity through my time with Capital Digestive Care and assisting Capital Digestive Care to form in 2009 through the merger of seven independent GI groups in the Washington, Maryland region. And have really, really enjoyed that opportunity. And I do consider it an opportunity um, that, that I was very fortunate to get. Um, the private practice environment is one where entrepreneurship can generally be more um, easily expressed, if you will, or, or facilitated uh, in a more expeditious manner, um, considering the somewhat bureaucratic nature of large healthcare institutions like academic medical centers. And so now you've become the president of PE Practice Solutions, which is a partnership between Capital Digestive Care and Physicians Endoscopy. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. As you just noted, it is a partnership between Capital Digestive Care's physicians and Physicians Endoscopy. Capital Digestive Care recognized oh, must be four or five years ago, that as big as we were, and we were probably 55 GI physicians at the time with 14 clinical offices in the D.C., Maryland area, we weren't large enough uh, to, to really thrive in an environment of value-based uh, reimbursement where geographic footprint, larger geographic footprint, and the ability to take on risk associated with population health approaches, we just simply weren't large enough. So we decided, the organization decided under the leadership of Michael Weinstein, the president and CEO, to uh, engage in an endeavor to figure out how the organization should best grow. Should we do it on our own? Should we consider a traditional private equity approach? And as you know, there's lots of activity in that area in the country at the moment and over the last several years. CDC decided to partner with Physicians Endoscopy, a company that shared common values in terms of quality, uh, leadership, and providing access to patients. Physicians Endoscopy is a company that owns minority interests in approximately 65 endoscopy centers in the United States and provides uh, very high level management support services to those organizations. They were in the process of considering what to, how best to respond to the physician practices associated with their endoscopy centers who were clamoring for very much needing the level of management support that Physicians Endoscopy was providing on the center side. 
So through discussions among leadership, Michael Weinstein, myself, uh, Barry Tanner, David Young, who's the current president and CEO of Physicians Endoscopy, one thing led to another and decided why why should we separately do this? Why can't we or shouldn't we do this together? So in essence, what we did, Capital Digestive Care's back office or central business office, which was sent, had centralized all of the uh, support services like finance, accounting, accounts payable, HR, IT, marketing, et cetera, into a, and had been a scalable operation. Physicians Endoscopy partnered with Capital Digestive Care to spin that operation into a separate company, i.e. PE Practice Solutions, which we look forward to providing those very same type of services, but to a much larger number of GI, independent GI physicians and practices in the mid-Atlantic region. Switching gears a little bit, um, tell me about podcasts. What what makes you want to host this podcast and what is interesting to you about the format? Well, it's really exciting. The, the opportunity to participate in a dialogue with GI industry experts, the sharing of ideas, opportunities, experiences, challenges, is the best way to learn. And this format is an excellent way to gather and spread that knowledge among the amazingly talented physician leadership and uh, administrative leaders around the country. I, I think that's what uh, excites me about the conversations that you'll be having is the other hosts are physicians and you know we'll be talking to physicians but there's so much that goes into administering private practices can you talk a little bit about uh, what issues you might want to explore or you know what you're excited uh, to talk about sure and it's part and parcel of the sort of our approach at PE practice solutions. Our our objective is to provide those back office or behind the curtain uh, functions well and in a manner that allows the physicians in the practice to do what they do best, do what they were trained to do, uh, which is care for patients and provide high quality um, uh, care and services. So the, the, the role of the administrators and the administrative staff of these independent practices is tremendously important. So this is the opportunity here to have them share their challenges, their opportunities um, with me through these interviews is just going to spread the wealth of knowledge uh, across the country. Many challenges, including you know, racial injustice issues that we're dealing with today, issues around patient care and patient service, customer service, challenges from an information technology standpoint, the growing number of regulatory uh, requirements and challenges that are placed on practices, and their opportunity, and it's a challenge, to make this migration from fee-for-service medicine to value-based and population health-based approaches. Arguably, I suspect it's going to be the largest challenge of, of my career to work through that migration. And I look forward to leaning on the many, many administrative leaders and physician leaders through this process um, to assist me. And I think we'll able, be able to assist each other. Looking back over your career, what advice would you give to 25 to 30-year-old Kevin Harlan? So, Andy, looking back over my career, um, you know, if I were to give any advice to a 
25 to 30 year old, a young careerist in the in the health administration side of things. First and foremost, foremost, I'd be saying, please be curious. Um, this is a um, learning is a lifelong process. I, I, I use the term a lot that you know what we do is a marathon, not a sprint, and that's important to keep in mind. You know, hard work is certainly um, a requirement, not for the purposes of impressing but to advance the knowledge and experience that you're gaining over over the years. Focus on learning and hard work and the advancement opportunities and recognition will, will become available as a result. That's great advice for, for young administrators out there. Uh, Kevin, those are all of the questions I have. I really just want to thank you for agreeing to be a host and uh you know i look really i, I look forward to the the conversations that you'll be having over the the coming weeks and months terrific so do i andy thank you thank you for listening to the gastro broadcast find new episodes through apple google stitcher spotify or wherever you get your podcast fix for information about our hosts guests and supporters visit www.gastrobroadcast.com. Produced by Steadfast Collaborative.